0: Welcome, everyone, to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Karabin, and Kathy Rumsey. Here, we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living, with a twist,
1: Welcome to this episode of The Psychic Wives. I'm Ginger Hendry. I'm Kathy Rumsey.
0: And I'm Jerry Garabin.
1: And we are so excited. We've been talking about this all week. We're so excited for the guests that we have on today. We have Julie Rutkowski with us today, and we will be talking about feng shui. Feng shui. We Feng talked shui. About both. <laughs> um, and we are so interested in this. We do have done a lot of podcasts on different intuitive uh, and, and energy work. And obviously this falls into to energy work. Um, and we, I don't even know where to start, Julie. So I'll have you introduce yourself. <laughs> and we can start from there.
0: Wait, we want to make people laugh at what we were saying just before we did this. We were telling Julie how we were like, really kind of fly by the seat of our pants. We're really interrupting is fine, blah, blah, blah. Because we really full transparency... Uh, This is not about our audience. This is about us. We don't care what you think about this. We wanted to do this podcast for the three of us. So hope you enjoy as you tag along with
2: us. (laughs) Uh, Well, great. Thank you so much for having me. This is an amazing opportunity to share what I love, um, which is, and my passion, which is feng shui. Um, And, you know, it is a passion. I, I have to say, that uh, i've been um feng shuiing as a verb for um since about 2010 so and i've it's taken me through many journeys and routes and paths and um all roads led to what i'm actually doing now so um my my tagline or my 30 um 30 second uh elevator speech is i I i i was born a nurse and i was uh um, and, and then I was a uh, morphed into a um, nurse educator, so I, I was teaching nursing students for a while. Um, reborn as a feng shui consultant, and then reborn again uh, as a uh, uh, talk show radio host. And so I have a show um, on the local Nashua station called Wicked Healthy Radio, where all my worlds just kind of merged into into one hour of just sharing, like you women do, sharing information from all different types of guests. But I always seem to be able to throw in some feng shui, because no matter what we talk about, feng shui is involved with everything that we do. Um, we can spend all day at the spa. We can have, you know, a nice Reiki treatment or massage and whatever you, you know, you do on the outside. But um, if you come home and your house doesn't welcome you or you open that door and you go, oh, all you see is a mess or clutter or your house just brings you down, then everything that you just did on the outside is is not is not um is was not good for you it would mm-hmm. it well it was at the moment but if your house isn't hugging you then you need to have as we say um in feng shui um a chi adjustment so mm-hmm. so a feng shui consultant looks at your home tells a story every one of you if i can, your home tells us a story but if i if the story doesn't match your wish and desire, then you need to adjust something around you in some way. So that's what we're always doing. And the type of function way that I, I practice. So I have one hour to catch you up on um, a 4,000 year old practice. So I'll (laughs) do the best I can do.
3: Um,
2: (laughs) And you'll start to pick it up pretty quickly, but, um, but it is, based on your wishes and desires. So I practice was is more of a western style feng shui. So it's based, it's based, I'm not a Buddhist and I've, I loved one of your introductory questions. I was um I was brought up Catholic. Um, I'm still a Catholic practicing Catholic, but I also um have feel the universe has lots of power as well as the spiritual universe, right? And so through feng shui I am able to sort of work through um, and, and we talk sort of channel or be. The voice of your house, and what is it that you? I guess I could say that I'm I'm the uh, the home care nurse, right? So you go in <laughs> and you sort of look at your house and say, oh, you know. So does your husband's? And I, and I I do many presentations. I love to teach and educate. Um, I'm actually doing a presentation um, at circles not a, a year, eight month long presentation where I, I start Feng Shui 101 and we move to a different topic, and that's through circles of wisdom. And so that's actually, you can join in for one month if it's something that you're interested. So week two um, or month two starts next week. So always, many libraries um, love the decluttering on feng shui and we could spend a long time just talking about clutter. Um, So that's really, so really, (laughs) so that usually sparks, especially for folks who are trying to downsize. Um, there's really a lot of questions about that.
0: So, um, <laughs> Ginger's yes. waving her hand. Hello. So I, am I got downsized
3: a while ago, but I'm still trying to downsize.
1: I am. I downsized from a big house to a condo yep. and cut my space in half. And so mm-hmm. I got rid of a lot of things. Um, but we have big family and, and, you know, whatnot. And so I was treating my condo, um, thinking in my head, well, when people come over, I need enough places to sit and enough at the table. And we don't do that right? Every, I, I, we don't do that. We, especially the last two years. So I am like this with too much furniture and probably mm-hmm. sized a, a bigger than it should be. So. Right. Hey, yeah, can
0: right. I ask a question, Julie? For yeah. You, you had just, said yeah, something. I, what,
2: hold on, Jerry. I just yeah. want to answer Ginger, because I think you yeah. made a very good point. And then, so don't forget what you're going to mm-hmm. ask me. Um, so, so Ginger, for you, you're, what you're doing is you're is there, I can, is that you're, you're sort of limiting yourself through your furniture. Okay. So this is what you're doing to yourself. You just kind of like scrunching yourself up and you've leaving lots of space for other people, but you've got to energetically call those people in. Right. Exactly.
0: Exactly. How I feel. Yeah. Yeah. So that actually is a good sort of transition to what I was going to ask Julie. So You had said something before, and that leads me to believe, like, okay, the way I, you know, thought you know, feng shui worked Mm -hmm. was it was this is exactly how you set up your room, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It sounds to me like, or maybe I'm getting this wrong, it could be different
2: for each person. Mm -hmm. Very good point. So what we when we so the feng shui works through print the principles of feng shui. So so it started in China 4,000 years ago through um, feng shui masters who worked with royalty. So over the years, feng shui has changed, not changed, but feng shui has, you know, morphed into what was, you know, with some cultural aspects or, or you know, maybe some folklore. So there was lots of things that sort of worked and to make feng shui what it is today so yes there are basic principles of feng shui that we follow which is qi flow and how to move qi flow but one of the reasons why western um, style of feng shui works for most people in the west is because we don't we have fixed front doors everything happens through your front door and i'll explain that in a second so so we are not compass based. So I'm not going to ask you what date you were born. I'm not going to ask you um, what time you were born, who your you know, the date and times of your family members. What I'm going to ask you is I need to see a floor plan of your home and I'm going to ask you what your wishes and desires are. And then I'm going to ask you, do you use your front door? because the front door is the mouth of chi and if you're not using your front door and ginger you're in the um in the condo right so your front door is actually the front door of your unit right okay so that's right. your front door so so in fact that that you're bringing in chi from the neighborhood into street cuz back in the day it was a river that brought the energy cuz feng shui literally means Wind and water, and that's what energy wa- rides on. It rides on the wind. It rides on the water. You can have too much wind and too much water, right? I mean, you can you know be have so much you know wind that it's blowing shingles off your house, or you can have too much water that you actually feel like you're drowning. So what you, we want to do is balance that wind and water. So those are the very basic tenets of feng shui. So, and then from that we talk about. Helpful chi, negative chi, harmful chi. So there's lots of ways to describe chi flow. Is it rushing? Is it crushing? Is it, as in Ginger's case, is it suffocating? Is it, you know, making somebody smaller? So, so that's how we. Th- those are the the principles. So yes, Jerry, it doesn't matter where you are um where your couch is because you you know move your couch um what's that the famous book is move your stuff change your life yes Mm -hmm. that is absolutely Mm -hmm. true but maybe with the couches for you might not be the place that Kathy might
0: right like it's not like you know you have to have your couch facing south or you have to have you know no can I go back to that front door thing because like like I don't we don't use my front door I don't use my front door either. Are you saying you're supposed to use your front door or the door you use is considered your front door? No. Okay.
2: Thank you. So if, if folks get anything out of today, this is the one thing you're going to, you're going to do. This is your homework (laughs) to bring that good energy into your home is that you need to, um, because your architectural front door and ginger that for you, that is again, your unit. Okay. So your door And if you live in a single family home, it is the architectural front door, not the one from the garage, because that's just toxic energy that you're bringing in from the garage into the house, right? So you want to use your front door at least, uh, we always say, you know, once, twice a day, get the mail, let the dog out, make sure it's shoveled if you, you know, us New England folks. So you don't have to use it every time because that's where, if you were having royalty come to your home, back in the day when if you were you know, invited invited somebody over, you don't show them through the garage, right? right? You show it. So you're talking about um, treating energy as royalty. So you, you're bringing them wow. in through your front door. So it doesn't have to be grand. Your front door just has to be work. First of all, not cluttered around there, right? right? This should be free from clutter. This should be, um, it should work. It, um, you know, not, not be stuck because I mean, everything is a metaphor, stuck front door, stuck life. Okay, we could just continue on yeah. right down the right down the line. So you so you know, squeaky door, you know, so, so you make sure your door is really um, uh, is um, servicing you. And again, when you open that door, everything is purposeful. You're saying, come in good chi. I am letting in the good chi to circulate through my home and enrich all the parts of my house. I so love so this important. so
0: much. I'm actually like sitting there like, oh my God, you know, cause my house, I live at the beach and my house is on, on stilts. So we go down okay. the stairs and out through the carport right that's how you come into my house but it's very mm-hmm. easy every now and then if i'm upstairs and i'm on a certain side of the house it would be easier for me to go out the front door and down the outside mm-hmm. stairs and yeah. i'm like oh my god what a simple tweak yeah. that i could do twice a day or at least once a day or do you know mm-hmm. what i mean i love that yep. that is so it's cool.
2: purposeful that's yes. that's that's the thing. It's very, very purposeful. So this um, might be kind of a, I
1: don't know, silly question, but um my husband uses the front door because we have one garage across from my entrance, but I use the garage under. Mm-hmm. So I come up through the garage, um, right. and
2: I don't use the door. Does do every Does everybody in the house need to use the door? No, just- the door just no. That's a great question. So the door just has to be opened. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, um, so, so you want so, wanna, so there's a- th- go ahead. Oh, do you have a well, I have a question
3: yeah. about the front door. Yeah. So I have a front door. I have actually a beautiful front door. I don't mm-hmm. use it regularly. I do use it every day because I have dogs and I do use it to go get the mail. But, you know, okay. when I come home, I'm in the garage and I come through the garage door. Yeah. Um, my front door opens up to a gigantic mirror. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Meaning how when do you, you want me to, yeah, okay. How so do you want me so to talk about that. that
0: talk about that so Kathy, oh, I, I would not have once, known anything about that so i want to yes, know what and i remember
3: hearing once about i couldn't remember if it was a good thing to have a mirror but i don't think that just bounces the energy right back out right yeah you, you just answered
2: the exact question yeah wow
3: but except that it's not it doesn't directly face it like my i i love the mirror because
2: it makes first, the living room look
0: bigger
3: well and it what it does is when the sun <laughs> comes in my front door is at an angle to the mirror so
2: mm-hmm.
3: the light, the, the setting sunlight hits the mirror and actually comes into my living room.
2: Okay. So the question is when, when, if I was to, or royalty was to go into your home mm-hmm. or somebody very important when they open the door, what's, so you, when you open that door, you set the tone for your space for your house. So okay. when that door is opened, what is the first thing that you're going to see? Yourself. Okay, so now
3: we're going to see part of the mirror and part of my living room. Okay, so you're going to
2: basically the person is going to see themselves. Yeah. Yes. yes. So you're reflecting. Okay. So and indeed, what's happening is that yes, part of that it, it that's what I'm going to that is basically called a split view. And there's this we could just go on about that, but so what you want to give folks is. Um, you want to give folks a direction. So you first of all, you, so that front wall that you're looking at or in your foyer, mm-hmm. the first thing people see you set the tone for your house. So by that mirror does two things. One, it's re, you're right, it's reflecting energy back out the door. So it's not the best place for a mirror. Okay. Um, and it's also giving somebody a split view. So you're so but what you want it to do, whatever is there, is to choose to where your eye goes, chi follows. So if you want it to guide, if again, let's go back to that royal family that keeps coming to your house. So if that family comes or or comes to your door and you you greet them, they should be able to know intentionally where to go. Where okay. I mean, you want them to go. Do you want them to go to the living? So if you have a reflection into your living room, then you've got now have two living rooms mm-hmm. energetically. Okay. All right. Meaning they so, don't
0: know which way to go.
2: They don't know which way to go. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: Okay, so, I have a question. So if, okay. Kathy, I know so the size of that mirror. I don't know where the hell you're gonna put it.
2: <laughs> is it a big is it a big mirror? I have places for it. There, not your bedroom, but we can go, we'll go into that after. Go ahead, yeah. Jerry. What, no, no, that was my question. Kathy, where the hell are you going to put that mirror? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a big it's mirror. It's a
3: big mirror. So,
2: I mean, if you can put it to the side, that's fine. No, it is Just, to the side. It is to it's, the side. If it's to the side, and that, again, it's that first view when you walk in. A lot of people can, you know, because it's water element, and you want water element in the front of your, in, in if as you draw in the center of your home. You know, in the center. Uh, uh, if you, if I was looking at your house from the street, is the door in the center? No, it's a little to the left. Okay, so but it's close to the center. Yes, because yeah. that's your water area, so that's opportunity. Okay. So, so what you're, what you're, in unintentionally doing is when opportunity come to comes into your home, then that with that reflection, it's moving out. Okay. okay so you definitely want to move that. So it's completely to the side. Okay. And that's fine. Okay. If you can move it. Yep. Does that make sense? Okay. I, I think, think I can move sense. it a little. Wow.
0: That was a great question. Cause I didn't know anything about the mirror thing, but it makes total sense. You know, right. that's cool. Because
2: it's a reflection, right? right. So it's, it's, a to- so and it's also water element so what's the first thing that you see when you go into um to an asian restaurant or go to have your nails done if it's an asian owned salon what's the first thing that you see it's like a fountain or a fish tank right fish tank. exactly yeah. that's feng shui right there but that's a cultural thing for them you know that's not they wouldn't say oh we're, we're doing feng shui but that's exactly what it is because it's the practice of opportunity and opportunity flows into your home into your space and so that is so the mirror is in certain positions is fine because that's where it actually belongs it's considered a water element but okay. it can't be reflecting back okay
1: Okay. So, Julie, you mentioned, um, you know, the mirror thing in different rooms. Now, I have a mirror in the bedroom. I have a wall unit. um, And behind the bed is all mirror. And then wall units on either side. And then the bed comes out. Is that not a good thing? Hold Um, on. I'm
2: going to recommend my favorite book. Ah.
0: Okay, I love it.
2: (laughs) So for for our listeners, because we just
3: laughed through her... She she held up a book, uh, Feng Shui for Dummies. I yeah.
2: love it. I love it. So that, so, th- and, and. Uh, I'm, I'm going to answer Ginger's question yeah, okay, a go little ahead. bit more. So so Ginger, you're, um, I'm going to ask you one question. Do you sleep at night? Um,
1: I, I have, a, sometimes I have a hard time sleeping,
2: but I, yeah. Okay. I so you the- really tired. <laughs> Here. Because there's a lot going on in your room. Yeah. Because for the same reason that Kathy, I'm pointing down because you're right down here in my screen, <laughs> Kathy. So for the same reason that Kathy um I just explained to Kathy was that was that it's multiplying not only you. Are you are you the only one are you the one sleeping in the room? Is there a partner?
1: Yes, my husband okay. and
2: I. Yeah. Are you is he sleeping?
1: Oh, he sleeps through anything. It's okay. me.
2: It's <laughs> you. So you're affected yeah. by those mirrors. Yeah. Okay, so there's a lot because it's doubling. So there's not two of you in the room. That's why I asked this four of you. Okay. Because so uh, you've now doubled. Okay. And it's reflecting, I don't know, if, if it's behind the bed, then it's behind the bed, and I have yeah. another mirror on
1: my bureau. So they must I must be bouncing all kinds of you're, stuff. You're bouncing oh. off the walls.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So are you <laughs> suggesting no mirrors in
2: a bedroom? No. In in perfect feng shui world, you do not when you're in your bed, you when you sit up in your bed there should not be a mirror that you can see Um, a lot of people will put mirrors behind the door you know like like i like my mirror is behind my the bedroom door so i can't see it from my bed Mm. okay so um because again but if you sleep fine and you sleep then it's fine so again we we deal with issues and problems which is why the first thing i said to ginger was are you sleeping at night yeah and then i would have said okay it's fine because that's not what you asked me right you know know, so the mirrors in the bed the other thing that doesn't which you guys led me right to the next important point that I would have wanted to make um you know for you and for the folks who are gonna gonna listen to your podcast is that there are three really important um Um, we call them pillars of feng shui. Number one is the front door, which we organically just kind of went to, right? We talked about the front door. The other one is actually the bedroom, but more specifically the bed of the person, um, the master bed. Okay. So, so that's the other, the other important piece. And so those, and, and you want your bed to be in what we call commanding position. And Ginger, your bed may not be in the most commanding position because remember I just said that um, the um the mirror is water element. And so you're sleeping with a lot of water energy. There's a lot of water around you. Unlike Jerry, that probably has a lot of water around <laughs> you. <laughs> but you might not that might not be your element. Okay. okay, So, you know, cause we're all another element and that's another whole thing that we could talk about, but we, so you, that might not be your best, um, t- the best items to have around you. Okay. One, it's water Two, its reflective three. It's just adding a lot of people in that room that you don't yeah. want to necessarily be spending the night with. Right. So, and, and again, and, and with more than one mirror, everything is kind of bouncing around too like light reflecting just bouncing off which is exactly what kathy talked about the light reflecting off one mirror into this room so the same thing's happening to you at night although it's keeping you awake right so so you know, that was the other important thing
3: can we talk about this commanding position thing
2: sure yep. yeah
3: is that about where the foot of the bed
2: is in relation to the door um not necessarily. So uh, th- that I know what you're talking about. That's called the death position. Um, okay. in <laughs> you don't want it too close to the door. Because back in the day, how did they take folks out of the house? Oh, for the love of God!
3: That? Oh my God!
2: <laughs> <laughs> first, right? They were waked and out they went, feet first out the door. So that's. But anyway, that there there are always feng shui cures for all of this. So if there's okay. a feng shui issue, there's. And again, Feng Shui for Dummies talks a lot about that, but but a consultant will come in and tweak here and there. And that's why we use crystals. We do use mirrors as fuels or as adjustments, we call them. So, so there's lots of different ways that, that we can take care of that. But usually it's if the, and the other issue about, so that position is also if it's close to the door, the door is energetically opening and closing all night I mean, that's what the doors do, right? Their purpose is to open and close. So at night, that's also very um, agitating. You're agitating the energy if it's too close to the door, just like you wouldn't necessarily have a couch that's too close to a door. Um, You don't want your bed too close to a door. So, because it's just changing. The intent for a bed in a bedroom, there's only three things that happen in that space for an adult, sleep, rest, and intimacy. That's it. Mm -hmm. So in a perfect... feng Shui consultants world we would have a very small space that has a bed and two bedside tables nothing else no gym equipment no fancy closets you know no, house laundry. no <laughs> laundry exactly yeah exactly. because that's Sorry. all you you so each room has a purpose which is why people now with with covid and their house homes being repurposed for what they need that it's all um it's all changing so you know the those big open floor plans and now people need need are closing a lot of those in because they need space for this one to do schoolwork or this one to work you know quietly in an office and the kids to be able to watch tv someplace so there's a lots of different um there are different things happening at this point and and because of because of covid and because of people work and and homeschooling is another Mm -hmm. one so
0: So, um, we had all talked about this, you know, leading up to this at various Mm -hmm. points about, um, you know, so there is, and I love that you held up the book because every time we finish somebody that whole finish the podcast for somebody, Amazon Amazon gets three things, you know, of (laughs) buying that book. Um, (laughs) so there is you know, like you're saying some of these stuff and I'm like, Oh crap, I'm screwed. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, because That's it's right. like my bed and there's a little sofa in there and a mirror right there, you know? And, and so, but as some people are, are listening to this and I'm thinking about my room and I'm like, there's literally, I have a very weirdly shaped house mm-hmm. and I'm like, there's, or inside anyway, there's literally no other way mm-hmm. to set up my bedroom.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, So, so it's not like, okay, like I just said, you're screwed. There are Mm -hmm. different things that you can do. So, so even though you can't do 100% of this is exactly what you should do. There are little tweaks that you can do. So you're not like, oh my God, messing too much with the chi.
2: There's no, oh my God. And that's the beauty of the, the purity of the feng shui that, that, um, the Western feng shui, the style that I practice is that, um, in it, it's all that you can adjust, you know, we call good, better, best, you know, when right. I was at somebody's house one time and I'm, you know, we're looking at the floor plan and she had kind of a funny shaped house. And I'm like, Oh, you know, um, your relationship area is, you know, because of our, the way it house shaped, it wasn't, it wasn't really clear in your house. And it was, um, it was like an open deck. So, but, you know, and so I said, it we can, cure that and we can do this this or you know you can and before i even had you know said what she could do she had her on the phone calling you know the you know the carpenter the builder to come and like enclose her relationship area she was not having any of it so it was pretty That's funny great. yeah she was great um so Yeah. I love what you said. Good, better, best. Yeah. It's good, better, best. Right. And so in, in, and a little, a little chi adjustment goes a long way. So the consultant will give you depending each consultant works a little bit differently. Um, so some people, you know, you go in and you may ask to look at one room or the whole house or whatever. So they'll give you certainly how I work is I'll give you a whole list of, um, feng shui, um, things that you can do, adjustments, cures, whatever. And then you, you're you not gonna do them all in one day. You can't possibly. So you, and a little chi goes, a little adjustment, a little chi flow change goes a long way. So you're gonna do, um, and you, what I always say to people is you can start out very simply every one of you and everyone out there listening is that if you move 27 things in nine days, you're already going to start to feel Chi adjustment. So, and you don't, and I mean, move, I mean, you can throw it away. You can replay, you know, put it away. You can throw it away. I mean, it's, there's lots of different things that you can do. Um, but you will start to feel so. Just you know, nine things, um, twenty-seven things in nine days, and you will start to feel, you know, flow. So there, and and we talk about um, the Feng Shui con, consultants talk about different levels: good, better, best. But then there's also mundane and transcendental cures. So mundane cures are exactly the things that we're talking about. Like I can, it makes sense when I say this because this will happen but then there are other levels of cures and those are cures where um where that that are the only way i learn them you're not going to find them in feng shui for dummies they're not here <laughs> i i have i have to go to another ma- i go to a master feng shui um person um who is my master, and I learned through her, um, the deeper levels of feng shui, and then that's another whole level of feng shui. Um, so, but most of what I talk about are things that you can look at in a book and find the answer or online or whatever, but if something is, is a, um, sometimes some issues are bigger than, than we are legal issues, things like that, that there are definitely things that you can do on a, um, on what we call the transcendental level. Like I I can't explain to you in 10 words or less why this is important, just know that it works. Right, okay. Works.
1: You know, Julie, I had a, a client that I've been, um, that I had for many years and I was in and out of the house often. And um, it's a little like a farm, old colonial farmhouse kind of thing. So each little, you you want from each little room, whatever. be a nice, really well done and whatnot. And I hadn't been in the house for a while. And then I stepped into the kitchen. Uh, Nothing looked different, but I physically felt like things were moving. Like, I, I mean, energy or air or whatever. And I thought, well, I'm looking around. Did they repaint the kitchen? Did they, nothing. And I stepped into the front room and they had um, rearranged the furniture and they had gotten rid of some and brought some it was a whole different, just one room, it was yeah. one room and I could physically feel it mm-hmm. stepping in the house. Yeah, I, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's Cool.
0: Hey, yeah. Can I talk a bit about that water like okay. Um, so this is gonna be a really weird question when you come in my front door i have like my, my actual front door not the one we use the actual front door uh you come into kind of a, 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 a i feel very pretty sitting room mm-hmm. um it's like but and it's very beachy mm-hmm. um i live at the beach it literally has beach on the wall uh <laughs> does that count as water <laughs> you know what i mean because it's the feel or do you know, does that make sense? Or is it, yeah, I, is it put a water element in there? Put a, you know. Well, a little... you're living
2: in the water element. So, yeah, exactly. So for you, you know, I'm going to go back to your um, personal wishes and desires. So if all of those are getting um, manifested, then your house is supporting you. If they're not, then that's another Okay. Um, another level. Okay, but so you only you only adjust something if it's that's why I asked Ginger, are you sleeping? Yeah. Okay, because if it's not because we always work through intentions um, and intuition. So I don't, again, it's back to, it's not directional. It doesn't involve a compass or it's all into you. you tell me and what I'm intending. And that's where the Buddhist piece comes in, because there's a lot of meditation, a lot of sort of, you know, Got what yeah. comes to me during a consultation. So if Got you it. tell me something and then this is going on, you know, this is happening, or this is what I see or feel in your home, then we'll talk about it. Got a or an adjustment. Okay. Does that make oh, sense?
0: Yeah, it does.
2: Yeah. It does. Okay. I like Good. that.
0: Can I so, ask you? Oh, go ahead, Kath. <laughs>
2: well, I'm just curious what the third pillar is. Oh, yes. All right. Good. Great question because it's probably one of the, the most important. And, you know, so the third pillar is actually in the kitchen and it's the kitchen stove. So that's the third pillar. So the front door, the master bed, and the kitchen stove. And the when we we learned Feng Shui, we learned about it in terms of you know money luck and um, prosperity, um, protecting health, protecting luck of the family. You know, so there's a there's there's a lot of that type of wording, which we don't use as um to define things here in the West is, well, you know, sort of in the um, East that they do. So, so, but this all means the same thing. So your stove is your money luck because if you, let's go back to that family again, that Royal family coming to your house and you are feeding the guests Mm -hmm. and maybe that, person coming to your house might be a future boss. Maybe they're trying to recruit you. So they say good food, uh, good health, and good wealth, because you feed the family to go out and work and come back and make money and come back and do it all over again. So good food, good health, and good wealth. So just that alone. So what does that mean? So that means that your stove is your money maker. It's your money luck. So even if you don't use it, it. <laughs> its intention is to be used. Okay. <laughs> so maybe- Maybe you're just going to use it, first of all, are all your burners, so you look at the health of your stove, are all your burners working, does your oven work, do all your knobs, are they there, um, do you use all of the, um, all the burners on mm-hmm. the stove, are they all being used, because each one is money luck. so you want to use them, so even if you're just boiling water, Kathy, okay, you're going to you bo- different burner. Yeah. You're do-, do it on a different burner, interesting, yeah. Yes. And you, so now you're generating. So, so, th- so those are the important things that, and then there's a, a few other things that about that, but you also want to ground and protect the cook. Okay. Now in different families, certainly in my family, now it's my husband, because that's what his retirement thing is to, you know, now it's his turn to cook. I like that. Yeah. So, but for him, so, protecting him as the cook so grounding the space so and and so here's the 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 folklore around that is that somebody is making soup cooking nice soup somebody comes up behind them they're putting salt in the soup scares them energetically or maybe it's a you know somebody comes walking by puts too much salt in the soup the family gets sick they're not able to go out and work so protecting so so even just putting a mat at the foot of the stove so that That is the grounding area. That that's like a little sort of fence around the cook. So making sure. Um my kitchen's
0: good. My kitchen's good.
2: (laughs) Good, Yeah, good. (laughs) Excellent. So um, so those are important. So just really don't fight around your stove because it's absorbing your energy, right? And and I'm using that. This is is my care quote. So so you don't fight. Don't take your spoon and bang on the stove because you don't want to jar it. You don't want to. It's it's yeah, it's it's using the energy. So you don't want to sort of disrupt that good chi around your around your stove. It's it's very valuable to the family and so, you. Very cool.
0: Very cool. Very cool.
2: I want to ask
0: about your um, your sessions with clients. Um, Is this something you can do remotely? Mm -hmm. like I'm in North Carolina you're way up there do do you know you know can do you work with people around the place
2: we uh, yes
0: okay we do so you don't have to go to somebody's house
2: you do not No, you get a different feel if you go to somebody's house of course but no um, a lot of especially now because of COVID right? right because of you know we had to work that way um yeah Yeah, we absolutely can. And how does
0: that work? Do do they FaceTime and show you rooms or something? Exactly,
2: (laughs) right. Carry their computer around. Exactly. (laughs) Skype is usually through, like for me, it would be through Skype. We just sort of Skype our way through the house. But we always start out. So a consultant will ask, um, practicing Western feng shui, is that they'll ask for your floor plan. And through the floor plan, we can see so much through the floor plan. So we just take the floor plan and we look at um, the flow right from the front door. And is the, all of the home getting it, you know, full um, complement of Chi or is there, you know, stuck energy somewhere um, or missing sometimes there's missing areas because your house is divided in nine different um nine life areas. So out of, so that's how we do that through the floor plan. So all of our issues, concerns, worries, no matter where we are, where we live, all can fit into these nine boxes that are the we call the nine life areas. And so those nine in those nine life areas, we identify them on the um, on the uh, it's called the bagua, and we identify them on the floor plan. And then from there, we look at um like i said certain things might be missing or you know we could already see if there's a bathroom in a certain area so you know that's again flowing energy flowing down we want energy flowing up right so there's ways to sort of cure that so those nine life areas. so that's where we start i'll explain the nine life areas in a second but so that's where we will start and then from there um we'll ask about your your wishes your desires um, and then set up a time and we go to, you know, we start doing the work and, um, some consultants will, you know, give you a depending and everybody has it structured differently, but we'll give a report. Some will say, you know, it's fine to record it. Some will want you to write down what I say. Mm -hmm. Um, but once we get, and we were just talking about this yesterday on the radio show, once you get into the flow of what is, um, you know, what you're doing, then you really just, um, do you know, Kathy Corcoran, I had Kathy Corcoran on the show mm-hmm. yesterday. She was lovely. Yes. And she talked about sort of when we're in the flow and, and sort of get through, um, cause you know, you, you, I see things differently than how you may see them in your home. Right. 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 And I'll ask, and maybe it's supporting you. Maybe it isn't. And and if it is, then then it, it stays or it's moved or or whatever. Okay. Um, so so the nine life areas are the um, the and they're all very specific spots. So your relationship area, partnerships, relationships. Um, then there's the um, the fame and reputation area. Fame and reputation is how the world sees you, how the world recognizes you. That's how how the community views you. The, your community, your family, your home, as you you know keep growing out into the into into the world. Um, then there's the find your your prosperity, your money luck. There's an area just for that. Uh, in the middle of your house, right in the middle, is your uh, your health. That is your we're all of because and they all touch because the middle right that all the other areas touch. So if there's if your health isn't um, 100%, or, you know, that you're, you're feeling that you're mentally or physically drained for some reason, that all the other areas are affected. There's an area for family, um, your children and joy, there's another area for, um, for family, ancestor family, there's an area for um, skills and knowledge, opportunity is right in the middle that's where your front door is letting opportunity in and then there is um, in uh travel the travel area uh, which is um helpful people and travel so helpful people is wow that's we need a lot of helpful people right now in in the world so we, you know all of us are thinking calling in the helpful people who are out there and they're starting to pop up now who are going to help change the world for what's actually going on. So we're calling in all of our helpful people and, and you're going to do this even in your, um, you know, if there's an issues going on with, with anyone of you or your listeners that you have an area in your home that you can, um, that you can, we, we say highlight or activate um, and, and use that to get, Again, call in the people that you need to in order to resolve whatever it is is going on, if that makes sense. Mm
1: -hmm. So I have two kind of random questions. (laughs) Um, But one is, um, I know we talk about moving things around and getting rid of things maybe that don't serve you um, any longer. Um, And when we do that, and let's say we're decorating or whatever, is feng shui um, also... I don't know, not into color, but like if I do things mm-hmm. in a red or if I do things mm-hmm. in a blue oh,
2: yeah. or how oh, does that yeah. work? Well, okay. let's talk about red. Okay. Ginger,
1: <laughs>
2: what would you want to paint red? <laughs> I love red, but I don't have any red in my house. If you no. see my, I'm more in the- You're blues all, yes, I face. see that. Yeah. Okay. So that's why you want to paint red because you're feeling that this is, so what is the representation of red? Either- it's, it's the yin and the yang, right? So red yep. is either love, passion, or put with anger. Oh, okay. Okay. So red is great if you want to fire up whatever it is that you're, you you want to light a candle. I mean, there's representations of red. So red yeah. is the color red, but also a candle, light, all of that. So, um, so red is great. You don't want it in the bedroom and you don't want it in your kitchen. Okay. okay? Red kitchen is... Um, you know, you don't, again, you want people to say, oh my goodness, I love the choice in the food, you know, the food preparation, the food is beautiful, all of that. You don't want them to say, oh, I love the color of your room because it's not about the mm-hmm. color that you chose for the kitchen. It's always Keep right. that very, very bland because you're the chi. Your food is the chi that you cooked or the water that you boiled for caffeine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, does that make sense so yes color yes. is very important because th- it's we didn't even talk about the elements but there are five elements and and red is fire element and and there's a lot that you can do with the color red but uh, too much red is another whole story so and you right. feel that when you go you look at the um when you talk about c- color look at the the two look at starbucks and dunkin donuts yeah which is so purposefully designed. When mm. you go into Dunkin Donuts, it's orange and uh, pink. Everything is metal and heavy. so it's a really highly metal environment. those chairs are stiff, they don't move. There's no Wi-Fi and there's no lingering. You get your coffee and you go and, and they've, they've got it designed so you go in, you get your coffee and you go out. Two doors, perfect flow. Um, Starbucks is completely different. You go in one door, you come out the same door. The colors are deep, earthy colors. There's lots of, um, you know, like chicks, the couches are big, they're comfy. There's Wi-Fi, you linger, you have meetings, you know, there's a lot. So everything is so intentional. And Mm -hmm. so that's your space. Each one of your rooms, your that's or your even as a whole, your home. What is it that you want your home to be? Right. Interesting. Yeah. mm
0: What was your other question, Ginger? You said you had two. The other question
1: was, I have two pieces of furniture. Um, Mm -hmm. One is my great grandfather's. you were
2: going to say that. (laughs) 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 Writing guests. And
1: one is my mother's hope chest, a cedar chest. And neither one do I really need Uh or use. I mean, I am using both, Um, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of not my style, but I cannot get rid of it. I'm, I'm, I'm attached to
2: it. (laughs) So can I ask you questions about it? Okay. So the hope chest is from your mom. Yes. Okay. So tell me about your, that relationship and you don't have to, you know,
1: yeah, we were very close. I mean, very, very close. Yeah.
2: But a hope chest is about a marriage. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. And here's the weird thing now that I'm, now that you're saying that the hope chest was given to my mother by her first fiance that she did not marry. And I keep trying to say that to myself, <laughs> you know, it wasn't from my father, um, but it's my, but it's my mother's. So. um Okay. And then, and then what was the other piece?
2: It was writing desk
1: from my grandmother's father. So my great grandfather. Okay. <clears throat> and you never
2: met. Your great friend.
1: I never met him. I had, um, it was passed down to me and I had it refinished many years ago.
2: Okay. Um, so it's, you know, long over a hundred years old. Okay. Um, have you done anything to try to, you know, to see if there were value to anyone else?
1: No, I haven't. For the, for the writing desk, I have all my old pictures. Okay.
2: Um, so what you're talking about is, and that's why I'll ask these questions and I'll explain why I did that. So, When you hold on to things like that, it's called, it's it's holding what's called predecessor chi. And that's why I asked you those very direct questions. Tell me about, so those pieces are holding on to the energy of a marriage that never happened. Okay. Yeah. That, whatever that means to you, and maybe it doesn't mean anything and that's fine. Yeah, Um, You know, and the the grandfather pieces is, is, Is just you know depending on what whatever or that whoever wherever it was if it was with your grandmother and grandfather you know then that was um, whatever that relationship was because that's where it it spent a lot of time then that's the energy that you're surrounding yourself with if you're comforted by that then it belongs there if it doesn't and it's not serving you then it doesn't and it might serve somebody else out into the into the world okay so, that makes sense so, yeah yeah so we and I spend a lot of time with people when they come especially with the library groups and it's giving them permission to let those things go and again moving into your own you're, you know hanging on or holding on are two different things, and you yeah. have to decide you but again, have to decide what those are
0: yeah like you have to decide but, but again like So even though that hope chest came from a previous, Mm -hmm. you know, if it means something to her because it was her mother's, that's Mm -hmm. okay to hang on to is a question.
2: Right. So if it was a hope chest that from a relationship that never happened and that you, and you were, if one of your intentions, Ginger, if you were working with a consultant and one of your intentions was that you were seeking a relationship with someone okay then that's the energy there may not support your intention okay okay but sometimes it's as in the words of my feng shui teacher sometimes a hope chest is just a hope, a hope chest. chest yeah <laughs> and sometimes yeah, yeah. a mirror is just a mirror you have to give everything in your home a purpose yeah you have to if you. I always call use the words power up or power down. So you can power up or power down anything in okay. your home. Okay, so if that makes sense. Yes.
3: All right.
2: So you power up, and so it's it. Sometimes it's just a hope chest. Right.
1: Okay. I think this is just a hope chest.
2: So I, yeah. there was a woman that I worked with in in New Hampshire, and she had a lot of really big heavy pieces in her. Um, in her home and she was walking by one of them and she said I really do not like this furniture and I said well tell me about the furniture you know it's always the open-ended question tell me about the furniture and she said it was my husband's family and they they gave it to us because they didn't have any place else to put it so we took it um and their relationship was already struggling so it's always like it was so heavy on their relationship do you see the do you worth that. Yeah. And so it needed, and he needed to to agree to move this furniture. So and so and which would lighten up, just like I think Kathy, you talked about, no, no, Ginger, the house that you went into that it felt so different, it's the exact same way. So if you (laughs) felt like it was weighing you down or that there was another relationship issue there, then then maybe you know readjust. But but sometimes it's just a hope chest or just a a, you know a desk.
1: Yeah. So that's fine. Good. Good. That makes sense.
0: Well, it does definitely make me feel better that it's not like we said a while ago, like this is exactly how you have to do it. Get rid of that hope chest or whatever. And it is how you feel about things. So you do get to bring yourself into it.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. You know, it's, it's way um, I'm actually really thrilled by this because it's way more personal Mm -mm. um, and intentional F- for yourself than what i thought it was
2: right because i love that you brought that up jerry because the point is the different style of feng shui if you work with somebody who works compass style um it has much more of a um, an asian um, um asian or eastern style mm-hmm. Um, slant to how they practice, then they may say, this is the only way to do something. But here, um, you know, most of the consultants and some consultants do work both ways. And they will tell you that no matter how, which way that they work their, um, their consult or their consultation, you know, if they use the Western style or the Eastern style, that the issues are there, they're they come through either way. So, but it's, I like it the way I practice because just as you said, Jerry, it's much more personal. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, and can can
2: you imagine being, yeah, and can you
0: imagine being in in a situation where you were working with somebody and said, yeah, no, this is all wrong. You have to do it, (laughs) da, 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 da. And you can't do it that way. Now you're in this thing like, I'm going to die, you know, or whatever. My life is going to suck because I can't use my bed anywhere but (laughs) that wall. Right, so,
2: (laughs) you know, in, in China, they would, They did, they used feng shui this way. So, if there's a bank built on a corner and another bank, and it was say 10 stories high, another bank would be on the other corner and they would build their bank 12 stories high because they were now more important than this other bank. So, that's so, so there's another whole component to feng shui that, but we don't practice that way. We practice with Purity with um, intentionality mm-hmm. with the way that is always positive for the client. And if folks choose not to do that, and certainly, I mean, we're gonna we would say, hey, you know, this is one way to do it. It, but this is a more powerful way to do it. Your choice on how you want. You have to yeah. monitor your own life, right? You know,
0: yeah. so so yeah. good, so.
2: Good. <laughs> We could go
1: on for the whole Oh, my day. God, we
0: could. Do- <laughs> um, so my brain is hours. ready to
1: explode. So let's, I know, because I don't, we, we don't want to keep Julie too long, but let's talk just for a minute on the classes that you mentioned at Circles of Wisdom. Sure. We've talked about that multiple times. We've had multiple people on that have yeah. practitioners there. This is yes. a Zoom class, correct? It's a
2: Zoom class. Yes. Perfect. And it is, I think it's. Thursday is the next one. It's only class two. So we okay. go over class one, um, you know, the information, which is chief flow, which is pretty much what we've just did today. Okay. Um, and then, so the next class is um, is uh, Thursday. Um, and then the first Thursday of the month for the next seven months. Okay. Um, and it, it, what happens is what why I like it that way is because um, one, you're able to absorb it. What I'm doing is turning on your feng shui vision. So you will, never be able to go into a space and not evaluate it which Mm. is my life (laughs) so it's like you can't turn it on and off so you you go into a um so that you start to see is your space matching what you truly desire is it calling in all of your um you know all the good chi to enhance whatever it is that you want in your life whatever that is So we are overwhelmed.
1: I'm overwhelmed because I have too much stuff. And some of the stuff I have is too big for my space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've
2: worked in a lot of, I'm right. And I've oh. worked with a lot of folks who have downsized and just sort of brought furniture over, um, you know, thinking that this, oh, we're going to save a few dollars and, you know, we're going to bring this furniture over. It's comfortable. We like it. Um, and so it's just sometimes just too big and exactly what you're feeling kind of like right. that. Oh, my God. It's overwhelming. It's basically. overwhelming.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you came on and I am going to um, I'll get, get on the Circles website to um to join. Yeah, class, oh, yes. I
2: really... And so my point to that was that I'm able to, so I will say to folks, hey, you know, if you send some pictures, then we do sort of a group evaluation mm-hmm. of, you know, whatever. So like I had folks send pictures of um Chi, what they thought they had some Chi flow issues, of, which I think we talked about front doors, of course. Mm-hmm. And so. And so we'll go over those, and it's just kind of reinforcing learning, because again, you learn this much, and you want to learn this much, and then it's, you know, four thousand years old. So you know, there's always something to learn, for sure. Um, and there's, you know, spaces are changing and different. And now, I mean, you just look at culturally our own world. I mean, just with what's happened to us over the last two years, we've had to redo so much of what. Um, you know of what's going on around us that, right. that um, like I st- said earlier. I mean, it's now a, you're, you're, it's now an office, a school room, um, a meeting room. Um, so you know, yeah. and
1: I think the other thing is too. When when I worked full time, um, I wasn't in my house a lot, mm-hmm. and I was busy when I came home. My kids, I did things, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So you don't notice as much. Mm-hmm. But now, when the world has shut down for the last two years, people that maybe didn't notice it are sitting in it and mm-hmm. saying, oh my God, people, I'm, I'm just, there's too much. It's too much. Yeah. So, um, yeah. oh, thank you so much for this, Julie. This was so helpful. Um, yeah, this was great, that. Julie. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um,
2: awesome. Thank you for the, for the invitation. For sure. Yes, and I
1: do encourage anybody who listens to this that have it, has an interest, go to circlesofwisdom.com um, for Julie's class. Uh, all of Julie's information will be put up on our website, the psychicwives.com.
2: So and, and my to... business is um my information is at Feng Shui Services of New England. Um, okay. And so it's yeah, it's Feng Shui services of new England.com. dot com and it'll get to and I try to keep it updated with what's going on. And most of it's all Zoom. You can, you know, check in on the light, you know, some of the library stuff that's happening. And it's just usually it's a one hour on decluttering. So
3: Mm. so it's so really
1: helpful. so helpful yeah. um and um so uh, anyway any, any last thoughts of anything we didn't cover i mean there's millions of things we didn't cover i know my god we could go this? another I we could do a whole
3: episode just on decluttering um yeah. i'm more
2: than happy to do that. and i always say decluttering um the feng shui approach because it's not the marie kondo approach right. which is you know just getting your you know rolling up your underwear it's a whole other a way to look at, you know. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I am Julie also
1: uh, going to contact as um, a, a good friend of mine's daughter is a professional organizer. So she's oh, yeah. more, and she's awesome. We had yeah. Kim Newby on uh, about a year ago. Um, and I do think she has some, you know, knowledge of Feng Shui, but her knowledge is more,
2: you know, what a, like a practical. Those are what, well, you, what we, work, we work with. I work with a lot of organizers. Yeah, so I
1: would love to have Kim. Yeah, I'll give yeah. your information to Kim. and, and Yeah, that'd be um, great.
2: Yeah, it would be awesome. Is she local? Is she local yes. in New England? Yes. Okay. Maybe she could yep. come on the radio show too. So
1: that would be she, great. She's wonderful. I'll reach out to her after this and, yeah. and make sure she knows about uh, Circles of Wisdom classes yeah. too. That's yeah, perfect. It'd <laughs> be really helpful for her. She's yeah. come to my house and did like an amazing yeah. job um, <laughs> a couple of years ago. they wonderful. So. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, anybody Already. have any last questions? No, I just oh, that it. It was so interesting.
3: Yeah. I, it's I, just have, I have a whole page full of
1: notes. Actually.
2: I know, yeah, too. I
3: do. <laughs> I'm like
1: sitting here scribbling.
3: <laughs> all That's right. Great. Well, is so that
1: thank a you on? to all of our listeners. Thank you to Julie. Um, and again, and you know where to find us on Spotify and Apple. You know, our website is thepsychicwives.com at thepsychicwives on Facebook. Um, look for some more live things. We keep talking that we're, that we're going to do it, but I swear we are going to do some live things on, on Facebook coming up. So until next time. Thank well, <laughs> And be kind.
0: Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.